Fuck. Hey everybody, welcome back to Spines, a podcast about books and book-related shit. I'm Jamie. And I'm Ruby. Um, I am a junior at Simmons, I use they them pronouns, and I'm 20 years old. I'm majoring in journalism, and I'm minoring in women's and gender studies and photography. Um, I'm doing this podcast because I love books. I've loved books my entire life. I've always been a huge reader. I will admit I go through stages sometimes where I don't read for a while, but I mean, ever since I was little, I've just loved reading. I've always had my nose in a book. To the point that, like, people would get mad at me. Like, my teachers would write home in my comments back to my parents about how I'd spend recess reading instead of playing with people. But, um, yeah, every time we went out to a restaurant, went out for a five-minute car ride, I was reading. I think I probably missed, like, half my childhood because I was trying to experience other kids' childhoods in books. Um... The genres I like, I mostly read fiction. I will occasionally read a memoir if it sparks my interest or if it's someone that um, I'm interested in. Like, I'm interested in reading Jeanette McCurdy's new memoir, but... Oh, yeah. um, (coughs) Oh, hi. I just hit the mic. Hi, sorry. I'm just listening. Okay. (laughs) Um, But mostly I read contemporary fiction. I'll also read some historical fiction, especially if someone recommends it. Um, And I... Throw some romance in there occasionally as well. I'm going to pass it off to you, Ruby. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Ruby. I use she, her pronouns, and I'm 20. I'm a junior writing major, so I obviously love books. Um, I'm also minoring in cinema and media studies and women's and gender studies. So I'm just doing a lot right now. I don't really know what I'm doing other than that I like books. So that's, yeah, I'm here. Um, as far as, like, the genres that I read, it varies by season. I mean, right now, I'm really in my fantasy era, um, and I've been reading a lot of adult fantasy, which is new for me, because all adult fantasy is just written by men and about boys, and I don't really care that much about them and their lives and their interests, but (laughs) there do exist fantasies that I like, and I've been reading a lot of those. Um, earlier this year, I was really into romance. I read, like, a ton of romance back to back um but also two years ago I feel like I was just reading like depressing contemporary fiction and I could not touch a fantasy book so honestly I might just get to a month from now and not read a single fantasy ever again I have no idea but that's kind of just where I'm at I also think that y'all through this podcast will get kind of a cool thing because I will not touch a fantasy book. (laughs) So you're really coming at it. We're coming at it from two very different directions. Definitely. I mean, we compared Goodreads to see like what books we have in common. And there's like 10 out of a lot. Out of a lot. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I mean, I grew up reading lots of books as well, um, but I also never had anyone to talk about books with. So... I don't know, I'm just excited for this, to talk with Jamie, but also with anyone listening, if they want to talk to somebody about books. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people at Simmons who read that don't like, I don't know, have anyone to talk about it with. Um, But yeah, that's me. Um, This episode is really going to be just kind of introducing ourselves and talking about maybe some of our favorite books. 
um, maybe what you can expect from the podcast. This is our this is our intro episode. Um, I hope you like it, Jamie. Anything anything else that I forgot? I don't know. We're very excited to be doing this, and we hope that people are tuning in to hear about books. And I think what Ruby said is definitely right. I think that like reading is usually a very like solitary activity and that a lot of people don't know who in their lives are big readers so I mean there's nothing better than reading a book and talking about it with someone who's already read it um, especially like if they've finished it and you're currently reading it and you're like oh, texting yeah. them like every like five minutes like <laughs> oh my god oh my god um, so yeah we hope that there are some people out there who are ready for a reading community and that you're out here listening some um, episodes that we're thinking of doing are just we want to talk about, I mean, one thing, because we both use Goodreads, and Goodreads, I think, really facilitates a space for competitive reading and oh, just, like, yeah. reading just, like, just to get books done. So we want to talk about that, maybe. We want, there's tons of bookstores in Boston that I think would be fun to just talk about. Um, and, like, maybe if some of you guys didn't know there's a bookstore near us, you can find that out. Um... What else do we want to do? Um, I'm definitely excited for the bookstore episode. I think me and Ruby, we've already gone to some bookstores, but we're going to keep going and make a big list. Um, maybe we can even rank them or something. I don't know. There I go, getting competitive. <laughs> um, I mean, one new one just opened up that you sent me this morning. Yeah, and uh, hopefully we're going to go this weekend. But um I am, like, it seriously has five stories and a cafe and wine bar. Like, you're kidding me. Five stories. Wine bar? And that's, like, like, there's, I'm very excited for that. I mean, it's in Beacon Hill, so that makes sense. <laughs> but, um, no, I'm pumped. Um, I also want to talk about, I mean, um, there's book signings happening now. There's tons of book events that are in Boston that I think if you want to meet authors, it's going to be very easy to do this fall, which we can do an episode on. Um, I also want to talk about books you read when you were, like, younger. Oh, definitely. That's, books that yeah. got us into reading. I think that could be fun. Um, and, of course, if anybody <laughs> listening has any ideas and wants to hear our thoughts on anything, that could be fun. Um, yeah, we're going to make an Instagram page, or maybe by the time this is out, we will have an Instagram yes. page. So DM us. We want to hear your ideas for episodes book recommendations, all of that. We can maybe make lists of book recommendations, have, like, ongoing lists. Um, it's going to be great. Um, also, maybe this goes without saying, but I will say it anyway. If we talk about a book, we're not going to spoil it. Oh, <laughs> no. Unless, like, we explicitly tell you. So, I don't know. That just seems like an important thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And probably... We will also include trigger warnings for any books Definitely. that we recommend. Mm -hmm. um, that's obviously very important, and we will be doing that. Absolutely. Um, that's a big conversation right now in the just reading community. There's, It's very common now for authors. Not very common. It's becoming more common for authors to include content warnings in their book, like on like the title page. Mm -hmm. um, and I know people disagree about that spoils the book, but Jamie and I are in agreement that we're going to be using those. Um they're important definitely so now we're going to be talking about our favorite books yes. we each made a list of five so and we're going to alternate so my 
Number one favorite book. Oh my god! Starting out the gate with one. That's okay. Go. No, I'm just like I could. I'm. I don't have a number one. Okay. I I read this this summer and it quickly became my number one. I will say that can change if I read another book and it becomes my number one. But my number one at the moment is A Man Called Uva by Frederick Bachman. I will admit I thought this was A Man Called Ove <laughs> until I watched... They're making a movie for the book. Well, there there already is a movie, but it's in Swedish. They're also coming out with a movie, or there's a show out for Anxious People by Frederick Bachman, isn't there? Yes, it's also all in Swedish. Um, but... And they're also making a movie of a man called Uva, but in America, I think um, Tom Hanks is playing Uva, but they changed oh the God. name. It's not Uva. It's a man called something else. Tom Hanks. A man called yeah. Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that is my number one favorite book right now, A Man Called Uva. It's a contemporary fiction book. Um, I... I love it for a few reasons. I love it because Frederick Bachman, I don't know if, have you read any of, you read Anxious People. Yeah, I loved Anxious People. He has this way of creating just like very quirky characters that like all seem very like annoying at the beginning. Um, and then throughout the book, you just like, they really grow on you. And then by the end, you're like, I just want to be adopted into this universe and hug all of them and be friends with all of them. And that's how Uva was for me. Um, its premise is a old man who is grumpy. He's just <laughs> a grumpy old man. There's, like, not another way to put it. Its premise is an old man. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's just a grumpy old man. Um, and it's about how his life, and he has new neighbors that move in next door to him, and just what ensues what ensues after that um and it's just lovely and it leaves you with a really warm feeling and there it's definitely there are sad moments um it's funny I recommended it to my mom and she only listens to audiobooks so she started listening to the audiobook and I had told her it's like this feel good like warm heartwarming story and the whole time she was like Jamie, this is so depressing. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? Like, when does the happy part come? And I'm like, I swear, I think it comes. I don't know. I left this book feeling like great. So that is definitely anxious people too. It's just like most of it is so depressing. I cried, but also it was like really heartwarming and like wonderful. Yeah, exactly. He just he has this way of writing that's just I don't know. I cannot recommend this book enough. So that's my number one at the moment. My number one for a long time, I st- uh, I wouldn't still call it a number one because, I don't know, it's been a while. I read this back in 2018, um, Never World Wake by Marisha Pessel. This is a YA mystery thriller, a little bit of fantasy, but like only in a specific way, um, book. Uh, content warnings for suicide, murder, depression. It gets dark. Um it is a time loop mystery, which, okay, here's, okay, here's me. I have an intense fear of time loops. <laughs> Jamie's looking at me right okay. now. Okay. <laughs> Continue. So, okay, well, just, like, reality-bending shit, I cannot handle time warpy, like, movies or shows. 
and I've, I've spent the last few years of my life avoiding Memento because <laughs> everyone around me like loves that movie and I, I can't watch it because I know it'll terrify me. Um, whenever I like experience a time warpy story in any way, I just spiral out into like a disassociative oblivion. But um, have you heard of psychology today? <laughs> I am intimately familiar with psychology today. Okay, good. <laughs> But on the other hand, my favorite book for a really long time was a book about a time loop and just all this like horrible um, just loop and reality warping scenario that these characters get into. Um, and it did terrify me. It wrecked me. It freaked me out. Not because it was a scary book, but because I'm dramatic and I'm scared of reality stuff. Um, but it was YA, so like it wasn't too intimidating. Um, I loved that book for a very long time. I guess I should tell you what it's about. Um, it's about a group of, like, five friends. I think they were high school friends, and they're coming back after, like, five or ten years. Um, and they, one of, back in high school or college, whichever it was, um, one of their friends is murdered. And they don't know who did it, they don't know really what happened, but they come back, um, after amount of time, and they're kind of, like, there's some tension there, and then they real they get a knock on the door like one night, and s- this guy has come to tell them that they're in a time loop, and until they do something, they're gonna be in this time loop forever. Um, and it really just follows their just descent into madness and how these how like you would deal with it if someone told you I'm in a time loop. Like you're not gonna believe them. Um, anyway, that is a book that was my favorite for a very long time. That definitely sounds interesting. Um, I cannot say that I had the same fear of time loops, <laughs> but I know I understand what you're saying. Like, the idea of it, like, freaks me out. I would definitely, like, descend into madness. <laughs> um, and I do want to add that a man called Uva does um, talk about suicide, so that is a content warning. My number two book... Um, Okay, maybe these aren't exactly in order, but my the next book on my list, I will say, is called The Sound of Gravel by Ruth Warner, and this is a memoir, and like I said, I don't, memoirs are not my typical book, but this one, I have to admit, I grabbed it because it has to do with a cult, and something about cults just like fascinates me. Um, just like the psychology behind it, the experience of being in one. Um, hey, Jamie, have you heard of psychology today? The experience of being in a cult, Jamie. I am also intimately familiar with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't worry, my therapist has knows this information. Oh, great. Okay. Um, I am not interested in being in one, nor am I interested <laughs> in starting one, but I find them fascinating. I don't know what to say. Um... So this memoir, The Sound of Gravel, is about a young girl um, who, who's the author, Ruth, but she grew up in um, a polygamist kind of off-branch of Mormonism, um, and it's just about her life growing up there and then also simultaneously going back to um, the U.S., and they kind of go back and forth for various reasons, so she's kind of getting this, like, double view of life of her community, her polygamist, polygamist community, while also seeing the, like, typical way of life. So 
it just it's really interesting and how she deals with it and it kind of follows her her life from a young child onward and what's really interesting about it is that it's told from it's not she's not writing it as an adult talking about her childhood it's told from the point of view from when she was a child so it's like you're seeing it all through a child's eyes which is just heartbreaking and interesting and this is definitely this is not like a light easy read this is a hard book to read it's very sad um but if you are in the headspace to do so I would definitely recommend it um and definitely google the content warnings there's too many for me to list here but um yeah make sure you're in a good headspace but if you are then I would definitely definitely recommend this book nice that sounds I've read a couple of culty books but never never culty books that are like realistic enough to freak me out because I that is that sounds terrifying to me I got down a rabbit hole once of watching a TLC show about what's it called um I honestly don't remember that's not I just I don't remember but some show um about FLDS Mm -hmm. so creepy um my next book which again mine are not ordered I have no fucking idea but my next book is a book whose sequel just came out, um, Gideon the Nine, by Tamsin Muir. It is an adult fantasy, sci-fi mystery, sapphic uh, book. Yeah, it's adult. Um, I read it in 2021, so last year. Um, I just, honestly, I just have a soft spot for snarky-ass characters. Um, Gideon is this annoying, full-of-herself smart ass of a character who also happens to be a lesbian necromancer in space um which casually <laughs> yeah um, who isn't <laughs> i wish i was uh no um but the third book in the series just came out and i haven't read the second book yet but i own it um it is just this great i've so i've only read the first book but i'm going to be devouring the rest of the series very soon hopefully um it's just a great time it's a fantasy it's a sci-fi thriller so it is it's set in space and it's got all these fantasy elements and a magic system but it at the core of the plot is a mystery it's a murder mystery um and i just i like when books kind of transcend genres in that way um i don't think it's super common for fantasy to be a mystery um at least that i've read and i just i love I love Tamsin. It's a great book. Noted. Um, all I could think about when you were talking about space is the Wizards of Waverly Place, whatever Justin was obsessed with, that, like, space. What? <laughs> he was obsessed with space? No, that, that like, little man, and then that <laughs> man, like, came to life at one point. It was, like, a comic book. Was this, like, one episode? I don't know. Okay, never mind. We can cut this out. <laughs> no, please don't. That's um, really funny. His name was like, he was like a space cowboy. Okay, whatever. whatever. I think you dreamed this, James. No, I swear I didn't. Please, <laughs> if you are listening to this and you know what I'm talking about, send me a comforting DM. <laughs> okay. Um, the next book on my list is Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. So this is... I will say this is, like, the most kind of, like, magical realism book I've read that kind of, like, 
transcends reality. Um, and it's literally just one part of the book that does. So this is the closest that <laughs> I will ever get to you, Ruby. Oh, my God. But this is, um, it's a general fiction book. But again, like I said, it has a touch of magical realism. So it follows a friendship, an unlikely friendship, fr- about between <laughs> um, this lonely old widow and a giant Pacific octopus. Okay. Um, okay. Okay, I'm there. Yeah, you're there. So I, I went into this being like, I can't get there. You get there. <laughs> you you arrive, trust me. Um, And it's just, again, so heartwarming. Something I just... I don't know. I think I got into a space this summer where I was like, I just need some heartwarming books. And I Googled them, and this is what I ended up with. And it it lived up to what I needed. It really did. Um, it's just kind of about how, you know, even when you think that, like, you're past the point in your life where you're worth having, like, close relationships, you are, you're there. Um, you're always there, and relationships are always possible. Um, if you just keep your eyes open and are willing to accept them. Um, yeah, it was a great book. I love that. That's so true. I also love that that's coming right after your cult recommendation. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love your range. I, yeah. <laughs> yep, I, yeah. Uh, another book of mine is Bunny. Okay. Bunny is a, <laughs> Bunny is a book. Bunny by Mona Awad. Um, this is an adult horror. Um, it's kind of a mixture. It's a literary fiction, but it's also magical realism. Um, but it's also a horror. It's, it's kind of a lot. Um, and it's not a book that I would typically read, at least right now. But I read it and it killed me. I was on the floor. I died. And then I was reborn. In this era of loving bunny, it is <laughs> it's sort of it's a mind fuck of a book that needs to be read more than once. It is set in New England at um, an elite university, um, and it follows a graduate fiction writing cohort. So like my whole shit, um, it's weird. It's got it's this weird stream of consciousness kind of writing style, um, and it's it's very just imagine. Mean Girls plus Heathers plus lots and lots of bunnies. Um, I didn't. I don't think I realized that actual physical bunnies. Oh yeah. I thought that was maybe a metaphor or no, someone's well, name. Well, it's a little, you know, it's of a course it's a metaphor. Thing. Yeah. No. Um. No. It's. It's. It follows. Honestly, it follows bunnies because there's a ton of rabbits on the college campus. Um, okay. That are just all over the place, and they become. It's just a. I got you. It's a. It's a weird book, and I think that everyone should read it a thousand times. It is on my Goodreads want to read list already. <laughs> my the next book on my list is In an Instant by Suzanne Redfern. Um, this is contemporary fiction slash kind of drama. I think it's a young adult book. Um, I'm not entirely sure, but I do believe that it is. Um, and let me tell you, this book was a real page turner. Like the ones that I like have you up to like two in the morning reading, like can't put down, like people are mad at you cause you stopped talking to them, <laughs> but like, it's okay. Cause you read it so fast that like, it's really only like two days. 
um, that people are mad at you. Mm-hmm. Great. Um, it's essentially about, and this is not a spoiler, this is like even on the back of the book, but the 16-year-old girl um, and a group of people, friends and family, they get into a car accident um, and she dies. And then she's stuck in between worlds kind of um, and is having to like watch her family um, and the other people who are in the wreck deal with the aftermath of this accident and of her death um and it's just it's a page turner it's it's a really good book is it like i feel like books like that is it like a like a 24 like how long is like how long of a time range is that book set um i can't remember exactly but it's not 24 hours it's like a good period of time okay Oh my god, so she's stuck. She's there? like stuck. And I if I'm remembering correctly, like for her to get out, like she has to like she's stuck until there's like a resolution essentially of I can't say cuz I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> but um she is essentially stuck until some things get figured out. Um and if you want to know more, I'd recommend that you pick up the book. Hmm. That sounds terrifying. It's, and I will yeah. read the summary and that I was I I I don't know I go through phases where I like want to devour books like that that will wreck me mm-hmm. and then there's points like right now where I'm just like I just want to read nice things that will make me think about anything at all ever that's that's fair <laughs> when you say you're gonna read the summary do you mean like the of like like of what it's about or like the summary of the well, whole book I was gonna I was at first I was like I'll just read the synopsis and spoil myself and enjoy it that way but now I'm like I don't know maybe I do want to read that does sound really cool I more so with tv and movie but I consistently read synopsises and spoil everything for myself <gasps> I don't do it with books anymore okay. but I I I like cannot look I already have bad anxiety like sometimes just like sitting with cliffhangers and like not knowing what's going to happen just makes me so anxious that I google it but I can't do that with books anymore it's just not worth it well, my next book is I. Which one do I even do? I'll say Plain Bad Heroines. This is a book by Emily M. Danforth, which you might recognize. Oh, what else did she write? She wrote that. Oh, let me look it up. She wrote uh, the Miseducation of Cameron Post, which then became a movie, which I think is controversial. I have not read it. I don't plan to. Um, but have you read it? No, but it sounds very familiar. But I can't place from where. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is her adult debut. Um, it's an adult sapphic horror fiction, another horror, um, that is kind of a little bit historical fiction, but it's really mostly set in current day. I read this back in 2021. Um, in many ways, it felt like this book was just written for me. Uh, it follows dual timelines, one set in 1902 at this New England boarding school called the Brook Haunts School for Girls. Um... And then over a century later, where three women come together to create a film, which is based on a book, about the events which led to that school's closure. Um, It is very House of Leaves in that it's a book about a movie, about a book, about quote-unquote real events. It's like, there's a lot going on. That sounds fascinating, honestly. It's a a huge book, um, but it has these beautiful illustrations inside. Um, It's amazing it will you will never look at um wasps the same or bees 
that's oh, a big thing Oh, do you mean like book. literal wasps? I thought you meant like white Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> uh, no, I meant like, uh, like actual. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know. I heard boarding school in New uh, England. I mean, honestly, that too. That's a good okay. point. Um, I'm a writing major, so reading about Merritt, who is this very young author with a film deal, was extremely fun. Um, and if you're interested, this book also includes polyrep. So there's a lot going on in this book, and I love this book so much. I it also what's really fun is it mentions by name a ton, not including Simmons, but a ton of women's historically women's colleges in New England. Um, it was just like fun to just like see that, like oh my god, there's Mount Holyoke. There's <laughs> name dropping. <laughs> um, name dropping HWCs. I get yeah. it. So, yeah. All right, my the last book on my list um, is called All the Wonder Ugly and Wonderful Things by by Bryn Greenwood. And Bryn Greenwood? That's an amazing name. Isn't it? Isn't that nice? Bryn Greenwood. <laughs> it's like right. <laughs> um this is okay. This is a very dark again, I need you to go read content warnings before you even like think about reading the back of the book oh my god it's a very very dark book uh contemporary fiction um it's also a very controversial book and i'm really not looking to get canceled by saying <gasps> this uh that oh my god, this is Jamie. on my list um it's a it's a very controversial book but i think people either hate it they love it or they're like me and they hate that they loved it Oh my goodness. Because I don't know. I don't even want to like describe what it's about. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're doing a book podcast. It's essentially it's essentially this book is essentially about a young girl who lives in a not so happy home life, um, and falls in love with a man. She's young. Um, and it's about their relationship essentially as they grow up um and it's controversial and but the the writing is just so beautiful that by the end of it like you're like I should not have loved that book I should not be rooting for these people but like low-key I am like it convinces you it kind of does Mm. And it's like that's freaky. It is freak. It is freaky, and it's like scary, like how, like that you could just like be convinced that this is like okay, while at the same time, like knowing this is like so wrong on so d- many different levels. And like, let me be very clear: this is not okay. I do not <laughs> condone romances between young girls and men. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, like. If you take one thing from this podcast, <laughs> I need you to take that away, okay? <laughs> it's a good takeaway. Yeah. Um, but the writing is just beautiful. It's very dark. And by the end of it, you're just, you know, when you read a book and you finish and then you just feel like hollow and you're like, yeah, I don't know how to move on with my life. Mm-hmm. I immediately sat down with my mom and knew she was never going to read it because she can't handle sad things and told her like the entire plot of the book. Um but like I said before about The Sound of Gravel, if you're in a good headspace and you're looking for a dark read, I would recommend this. That sounds, I mean, we're in October. We're in spooky season right yeah. now. Um, we are, yeah, it is October. Oh, that was a close <laughs> one. 
Um, my last book that I feel like just rounds out my reading tastes right now, um, I read back in 2020. Uh, it's A Deadly Education by Naomi Novik. This is my other YA fantasy that I've got on here. Um, this is another book whose sequel just came out, and I actually went to the book signing. That's why I know. That's it's exciting. Why it was very exciting. Um, and this is another example of just an annoying female main character who really kind of thinks that she's better than everybody else. Um, but I kind of think she is too, so maybe everything's fine. You seem to really like those characters. <laughs> I do. It makes me wonder what you think about, about yourself. I'm just like, no, no. Well, maybe, no. I'm, <laughs> uh, I don't know. They're just funny. Um, and it's, it's funny to read from a character who's, because, okay, if I read from a, a male character who's, like, talking about how great they are, I'm like, shut the fuck up. Okay, fair, fair. But, like, girl power. No, I get that. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, another element to this story which really pushed it to a favorite was the setting. It's a story about this world that's overrun with monsters. It is this incredibly violent, awful world. Um, but there's this magical school that supposedly protects kids uh, while they grow up from all this horrible stuff. Um, in reality, though, this school has no teachers, no summer break, and if you make it to graduation, the chances are at least 50% of your class will die trying to get that diploma. Um, it's just really fun. It's another book that has high rates of death and violence, but because it's YA, I can read it and still eat my lunch, you know? Mm. Um, I don't have... I, you know, I just... I think I'm just the kind of person that enjoys reading about violence but only if it's like toned down right right which d is kind of counterintuitive <laughs> um because whatever um but yeah i loved early education um naomi novik was very nice when i met her um yeah that kind of rounds out what i'm reading right now I'm, like, not even going to lie to you that whole time I was making comparisons in my head to Wizards of Waverly Place. <laughs> I think, like, that's literally the extent of, like, my fantasy oh background my knowledge. Um, that's funny. All right. Well, I guess to close it off, um, our first episode, what books are you reading right now, Jamie? I literally finished the book last night and have not picked up another one. Um I feel okay about that, given that it's <laughs> been, like, 12 hours. Um, but I just finished Love and Other Disasters, which was a kind of cheesy rom-com romance about um, two people. And I picked it up because one of the main characters is non-binary, and I feel like that's very hard to come by in a book. And even though I knew it was going to be a cheesy romance... Um, I decided to read it anyways because of the representation. I gave it three stars on Goodreads. Um, yeah, it was not... We can get into it, I feel like, on a later episode about representation in books. Um, but I was not... It was fine. And it took me yeah. a while to read because it was fine. But um, I have a lot of books on my bookshelf I'm thinking about picking up next. I'm kind of tempted to do... House of Leaves. <gasps> oh my um, god! Ruby recommended it to me while we were at a used bookstore, Harvard Books. Um, and I, I kind of have trouble sometimes picking up, like I want to pick up, like what's been on my shelf the longest. Like I kind of almost want to go in like chronological order, 
but I am really intrigued by House of Leaves, so I think that might be my next read. What about you? Um, I'm currently in the... I'm... September was really a month of me just reading four books at once, which mm-hmm. is not typical for me. Um, but I've narrowed it down. I'm na- I finished two of those books. I just finished, in the last two days, I just finished um, A Dowry of Blood by S.T. Gibson. Um, and I just finished, oh, what was it called? Um, the No Show by Beth O'Leary. So one of those, they're both like very like romantic books, but Dowry of Blood is this gothic horror vampire off weird scary book um and the no show is this like a fun light-hearted little contemporary romance um that had this crazy plot twist i was not expecting it from that book okay um i i think i rated dowry of blood i think objectively it's a five-star read because the writing is amazing um but i finished it and i was just kind of like was that for me did I, i like that i get that i get that um and then the no-show, it was, I think that it was like a four-star. Um, and then the books that I'm in the middle of, these long-ass books that I've been reading for so long, uh, or I've got Ordinary Monsters right now, which is a recent release adult fantasy, um, which is, like, fine. Um, it's historical fantasy, so it's, like, from the 1800s. Not from. It's set in the 1800s, which, for me, is just kind of, like, hard to read right now. Because, mm-hmm. like, ugh. I don't know. I'm just in a, in a mood. Um, but I'm also on book four of Wheel of Time, which is crazy. Wheel of Time is this fantasy series that's from, like, I think it, it was started getting published in the 90s. Um, it's the kind of series that my roommate um, saw it and was like, oh, my God, my dad owns all those books. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I love it so Are much. Are you in your dad era? I'm kind of in my dad era. No, I love that for you, though. Oh. Be my own dad. Um, don't have one. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> I it's just this cozy, wonderful little fantasy series. Not little, actually. Each book is like 600 pages, and it's like 14 books long. Wow. Yeah, it's a crazy series. But it's lovely, um, and I'm just trying to trudging through it. Um, I'm definitely, like, I don't want to pick up another book because I'm currently in the middle of two, but I'm probably going to, um, Probably the third book uh, for Deadly Education. I think it's called The Golden Enclaves. On I don't know how to say that word. Or whatever. I think you're right. Great. Amazing. Um, but yeah, I'm, again, in my fantasy era right now. Um, I don't know how you do it. I can only read one book at a time. <laughs> well, it, for w- the Wheel of Time books, they're just so long that it's easy to just, like, I can put them down and right. pick them back up a week later and, like... It's long enough that I'll figure out what's happening. Yeah, I get that. Um, but, yeah. I guess, is this the end of our podcast? Our first episode? I think this might be the end. Oh my goodness. Thank you for tuning in to Spines, a podcast about books and book-related shit. I hope you get the title. Yeah, do y'all... <laughs> I've been explaining it to everybody. It's like Spines is in like... Book spines. As in, like, in books, but it's also kind of It's like, yeah. Kind of weird. You'll you'll see our cover art. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm excited. Well, they're looking at it right now, I hope. Oh, I hope so. Because it's on the... Po- okay, anyway, we're still doing that. we got to finish that. Photoshop moment. I say we, but Jamie's doing all the work. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, Ruby's, Ruby's my critic. Okay. I send it to her, and she suggests edits, and I do it. We work well together. Aw. Okay. Okay, we got to end the podcast. All right. Bye. Bye.
Cause Spines, a podcast in collaboration with Simmons Sidelines.